from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Live from America. I am your ever so humble, ever so God-fearing, but definitely God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell. Some call me the Hip Hop Patriot, and either way, whatever you want to call me, I am extremely humbled, extremely uh, excited, and always inspired by you guys and your um, your determination and your willingness to give me your time during a day to watch this truly amazing show. So for all those who are watching live, I like to give live shout outs for those who listen on the podcast. And for those who watch later, I ask that you like the video with a little thumbs up down there, copy the link and share it in your groups, your Facebook groups with your pages. You can even share the link via text message with all of your friends and family. So let's give our live shout outs as we start today, March 10th, year of our Lord, 2021, right here on Live from America. Donna Flynn, thank you for joining in. It's good to see you. Scott Harris, good morning to you, man. Good to see you. James Weller from Maryland. How you doing, brother? Good to see you. Amanda Collins, can't wait to see who gets the Dumb Dumb Award of the day. Isn't the Dumb Dumb Award like turned into this amazing thing, right? Dumb Dumbs and Smarties. It's turned into like the best part of the show almost. <laughs> uh, Ara Barum, good to see you from California. Sharon Garland, uh, thank you for joining in. She says, God bless waiting for news. I can understand. I love your show. And not only news you can understand, but with a with a, with a positive attitude, a positive outlook, and, and action items that are behind those uh, those news stories. Uh, Kelly Fullen, good, good, thank you very much. I appreciate it. From Texas, Gina Neal from North Carolina. Denise Young, Andrea Rose, good to see you. Russ Brizendine, thank you for joining in, man. Tammy Doney, Scott Harris from Max, Massachusetts or Taxachusetts it's whatever which way you want to say it um uh crazy mom says stuck in the 80s hi from new jersey laura lado from louisiana or louisiana right we got to say it right louisiana alicia wide always thank you for joining in mario soros devin wilkins gabriella pentecost from florida sherry romeo says happy hump day happy hump day to you too we have uh let's see trune apple from newport new hampshire which is right close to me my neighbor Thank you very much, and and uh, also the the home of Faith River Church, which I'd like to give a big shout out for for letting me come and speak from the pulpit uh, ever so often. Uh, Joan Sparks, good morning to you from Michigan. Thank you very much. We'll do a couple more here. Brett Cleverly from Utah, Lisa Blue from Northern California, and one more. Let's give it to Uncle Buck's Smoking Q from OHIO, the great Buckeye State of Ohio. But that's not it. That's just the live viewers. There's a couple more people that I want to give a shout out to today. And number one would be, um, I'd like to give a shout out to Julie Klein. Uh, I always called her Julie Incline because she was always climbing um, some kind of hill of, of, of trial or tribulation that she was always overcoming. Um, she's battling cancer right now. She's a good friend of mine. She goes way back. I mean, she goes way back to when I first started doing live videos in late 2015. So I want to give a big shout out to her. I'm, uh, I know you're battling cancer, hon. I'm praying for you. I love you. Always, I am your brother from another mother. You were there for me. And whatever I can do to you, just please reach out to me. 
and let me know. And I was very glad to be able to buy one of your shirts last night and uh, and help and help your cause, uh, help your fight, help your battle. I can only imagine. And I just want to say that I pray for you and I love you. I'd like to also give a big shout out to Jeff Rock because Jeff Rock sent me 2,300 dum-dums and an entire box of dum-dums. And then, ladies and gentlemen, look at this. <laughs> look at this. This is the ultimate dum-dum award right here, guys. So what we're doing is we have another amazing viewer of mine who has built buckets. And on those buckets are a donkey and an elephant. And what we're going to do is I am going to fasten these buckets on the end of my desk. And when I start putting the, um, the, the, the full look on the show that has different camera views and stuff, I'm going to put a camera on those buckets so that every day that I throw a dum-dum into one of those buckets, at, by the, at the end of the month, we're going to see who has more dum-dums. Will it be the swamp donkeys or will it be the rhinos? And at the end of every month, we are going to give that award, this big award right here, to that lucky winner of the dum-dum and it's turned into such a great fun thing of the show i mean who would have ever thought that candies such as dum-dums and smarties would be like a focal point of a news show you know what i mean so i want to give a big shout out guys to to jeff rock and and the and the folks that are uh, supporting uh this segment of the show and the and all of you who like the segment I've, i have i've yet to have anybody say i don't like that do something different you know what i mean somebody said no hat yep no hat today because i am i actually have a meeting that I have to go to, and I had to make sure that I looked a little, you know, a little bit, uh, uh, you know, professional. <laughs> so thank you, Jeff, for that amazing, huge dum-dum, and uh, I'll show that again for more people once we get uh, folks in. Um, I also want to say a happy birthday to Holly Tyndell from Mount City, Tennessee. Uh, make sure you also follow Tennessee Freedom Force on Facebook. But happy birthday to Holly Tyndell in Mount City, Tennessee. And also a happy birthday. Happy 42nd birthday. I mean, 29th birthday. I'm sorry. Happy 29th birthday to Rosaria Barbera, who is a wonderful person and a friend who's become a friend of mine. And um, and and uh, it's her, it's her uh, birthday today as well. So you know how we do it, ladies and gentlemen. You know I got to sing happy birthday. Even quickly, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, dear Holly and Rosaria, happy birthday to you. So happy birthday. I hope you have a wonderful day. And um, I, I just I'm, I'm so blessed and honored uh, for you guys to be uh, part of the audience. Uh, there's about 1700 people watching. If you could each just reach down and see that little thumbs up button. I know it's not this. It's this. Click that little thumbs up button. And if you can find it in your heart to please copy the link and share, I would really like to get the viewership up to where it was when we were back on uh, Facebook, okay? Um, Karen says, you look good with or without a hat and glasses, and I take you 100% serious. Well, thank you. Thank you very, very much for that. I appreciate that. So we're going to get to the word of the day. It is that time that we give our honor, our love, our respect, our worship, and our attention to the one and only God Almighty in heaven and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And today's verse of the day comes from Ephesians 6 10 through 12. Now, I want to uh, preface this by telling you that the reason that I created the Armor of God clothing, um, and, and, and hopefully it will evolve. I put out a new shirt today. You can check it out on my website, jeremyherald.com. Scroll down and you'll see the new shirt. But if you're part of the newsletter, you got this this morning. And I wanted to talk about the Armor of God. The reason why I created the Armor of God clothing was because... <clears throat> 
when I became a Christian and when I started my journey with Christ, I started realizing that all the hate that you get as a Republican or all the hate that you got as a Trump supporter was nothing, ladies and gentlemen, was nothing compared to what happens when you publicly talk about Christ. When you publicly speak about God, when you try to plant seeds and bring them closer to God, the society of this world hates you. You are a target number one. And I never seen anything like that. I thought being a Trump supporter was the number one bullseye. But then when I realized that I was talking out loud and publicly about Christ, I never seen anything like that in my entire life. So we got a double whammy. We are Trump supporting Christians who are vocal about what we love. You know what I mean? And so I said, you know what? I'm going to I, I seen that this, this there's armor of God. And I said, I'm going to cover myself in the armor of God when I go out. And I'm going to publicly let people know. I'm going to publicly let people know that I love Jesus and that I love God and that I love Trump. And the rest is history. So Ephesians 6, 10 through 12 says, finally, we are finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, and against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of the evil in the heavenly realms. And I went on to say, folks, evil is everywhere. It has taken control of this world and its people like you and other fellow Christians who keep the light of salvation burning. Jesus said that those who follow him will be persecuted for doing so. Nothing makes me happier than to be a soldier of God, and I created the Armor of God gear on my site to aid in my journey with Jesus. I wanted to promote publicly who I stand with, who I fight for, and with the Armor of God, no weapon formed against me will ever prosper. I feel safe, happy, positive, and loved when I promote Jesus publicly, and it plants seeds of courage in others to do the same when they see it. And I hope it does the same for you. And, uh, and, 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 and then uh, I went on to the prayer, and my prayer this morning was this. Heavenly Father, please cover us in the full armor of God as we journey out into this wicked world today. Help us plant seeds in your children that you will water and help drive us, or help us drive back the forces of evil that are constantly trying to destroy your creation. Father, we are your blessed children created in your image and by your grace and mercy we will make a difference in this world and introduce as many people as we can to your son our savior christ jesus jesus is the only name to remember in all of this we pray in jesus name amen so that was the uh that was the uh, newsletter this morning if you have not signed up for it please do so it's 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 truly uh changed my life and um and I know it's changed other people's lives as well. So thank you. It looks like we have about 2,200 watching. Let's continue to grow that. And we will get into the news, ladies and gentlemen. We are not going to hold off on the first and foremost section today. We're going to talk about Michelle Obama. And why are we going to talk about Michelle Obama? Because the news has hit the fan, ladies and gentlemen, that Michelle Obama is to be inducted into the Women's Hall of Fame. The Women's Hall of Fame. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why uh, this was the first and foremost section today was because I could not wait to give the first 
dumb, dumb award of the day today. And it's not actually going to go to Michelle Obama. It's going to go to the left who creates these stupid things to begin with and then contradicts themselves and and in complete hypocrisy because, uh, A, number one, in my opinion, uh, Michelle Obama is not a woman, so uh, we'll just we'll just get that one right out of the way to begin with. But but B, um, isn't that uh, labeling somebody as a gender? Isn't that exactly what the left and these dummy organizations want to get away from? Is calling somebody him or her? Isn't it exactly the opposite that they want to achieve? Don't they want you to say they and them? And they don't want you to say him, her, he, she, or mother, father. That's bad. We can't do that, guys. But yet, when it fits their narrative to give Michelle Obama the women's hall of fame look i you know to each their own if they want to give her that award go ahead if they want to give her that hall of fame status go ahead it doesn't change my day one one little bit but the fact of the matter is this is massive hypocrisy and for that michelle and the rest of those folks that want to give her the women's hall of fame status are a bunch of dum-dums so First dumb dumb award of the day goes to them, and that would go in the swamp donkey bucket if I already had it. I mean, come on, guys. Don't want to say he or she. Don't want to say him or he uh, or her. Don't want to say mother, father. And don't want to tell anybody what gender they are. Not even children, by the way. Not even babies. Biological science, biological doctors can't call him or her, can't put it on birth certificates anymore. But yet, when it fits their narrative to give somebody an award or give somebody a, a title or, or, or some kind of stature, well, then, ladies and gentlemen, then it's okay. So she, she he, whatever, they are getting the inducted into the Women's Hall of Fame. And what a slap in the face to actual women who have done actual things and done amazing, wonderful uh, things that have achieved achieved so much success and changed the world for the good. You know, what a slap in the face. So that was our first and foremost section, and I couldn't wait to get the first Dumb Dumb Award of the Day out. All right, guys, I posted this last night on Telegram, but it seems like the left, Nancy Pelosi, and the rest of her merry band of dumb, da dum dum dums have requested that military continues to occupy U.S. soil in our nation's capital through the end of May. And then beyond that, they're advocating to have a special forces-style team, a special security team, stay there indefinitely, forever, to be able to be on scene quick if something ever happens again. I mean, I thought that's what the police were for. I thought that's what the National Guard were for. But no, it looks like, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to add another branch of security government with another abc name um i saw somebody say prayer question mark we did the prayer uh we just didn't do the lord's prayer but we did a prayer so if you haven't watched that please please go back after the uh, video and, and re-watch but again they're requesting that troops stay here's here's what i would do if i was if i was a state governor i'd bring my troops home there's no reason for them to be there there's no explanation for them to be there there are no receipts that validate our men and women be occupying u.s soil on, in our nation's capital there's no reason whatsoever for them to be there there's no threat there are no re- reality denialist terrorists there are no white supremacists there are no neo-nazis or white nationalists or whatever other name that they label there's no threat of that whatsoever but they want them there through the end of may and it's just like the covid thing it's just like the mask thing you know we're approaching the one year anniversary of 15 days to slow the spread 
You understand that? Oh, just another two weeks. Oh, just another month. Oh, just through the summer. Oh, you know what? Let's get through the fall. Oh, we're just going to get through the winter. Oh, here we are. We're still where we are. You give these morons an inch, they take a mile. And once you give them power, they never give it back, which is why we are in the position that we are in as American citizens being controlled by a totalitarian government as I sit here and speak. That is the problem. That's the problem. And it's ridiculous. And there's no way in, in, in there's no way we should ever have military occupation on our soil unless there's a, a, a an absolute reason for it. And there's no reason. And here's where the weak rhino Republican establishment has no courage because they're not demanding it. They're just going along with it. Now, you do have some people like Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. You do have people like Congressman Matt Gates, Congressman Jim Jordan, Congresswoman um, um, Boebert actually sitting out there and talking about it and doing everything they can to, um, to you know, bring attention to it. But where's Kevin McCarthy? Where's Liz Cheney? Matt Gates made a statement this morning that says you couldn't find Liz Cheney in Wyoming if you had a search warrant. <laughs> you couldn't find Liz Cheney in Wyoming <laughs> if you had a search warrant. How true is that? The, the lady is never there. She doesn't represent the people in Wyoming. All she does is sit behind her rhino desk and make rhino bills and, 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 and call rhino people and, and, and make rhino statements. But she does nothing. She does nothing. And, and, and it's true. Where's Kevin McCarthy? Where's Steve Scalise? Where's, where are all these people that are supposedly be the, supposedly the leaders in our Republican Party? I'm going to tell you what. They have zero courage. They have zero courage. If you guys could do me a favor and help get those numbers upward, about 2,500. We really like to see 3,000 and above when we're going live here on YouTube, which is actually pretty high on YouTube. Of course, in Facebook... I think the numbers were skewed there anyway, because we were getting about 30,000 people watching at one time. I'm not sure if that was true or not. Oh, But reach down and click that like button for me, please, if you have not. Anyway, moving on. I just wanted to bring that up. I thought it was ridiculous. Um, but, but moving from one crisis, where there's a wall built that they didn't want, to another crisis, which is a much bigger crisis on the southern border, where there is also a wall that they stopped building because walls don't work. You see how that doesn't work, guys? Can't have can't have them both. They can't work in Washington D.C., but not, but 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 uh, not work in, in on the southern border. And they can't work on the southern border, but not work in Washington D.C. Either walls work or they don't. Dumb dumbs. Either walls work or they don't. So the crisis at the at the southern border is bigger than than we all think. It's bigger than we all think. And why do I say that? Well, I'm going to ask you a question, guys. Do you remember? The migrant problem, the Syrian refugee migrant problem that was happening where they were going all over the world in 2015 and into 2016. Do you remember how bad that was? Do you remember the cultures in Sweden that Sweden became the rape capital of the world? Do you remember uh, watching videos of the UK where the UK no longer looks like the UK? It doesn't look like, uh, you know, peaceful tea sipping, you know, I'm better than you, England. It actually looked like, you know, Afghanistan. You remember how bad things looked in 2015 when the refugees and the migrants were going all over the world? It was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. Also, do you remember when we were getting terrorist attacks 
Uh, it seemed like every week under Obama, there was a terrorist attack in, in the United States. Every week, there was a school shooting. Every week, there was terrorist attacks around the world. Every week, knife attacks, axe attacks, gun attacks, bomb attacks, truck attacks, car attacks. There was attacks everywhere. Do you guys remember that? Do you remember that? It, doesn't, it wasn't that long ago when we actually experienced that every single day. You're about to experience it again. You're about to see it again. That's not a joke. That's not me fear-mongering. That is not me saying anything that's not true. This border crisis is, com- is directly tied to that kind of lifestyle that we watched unfold in 2015 and in 2016. And it's those policies, the O'Biden, O'Biden, Obama, Biden policies, the Hillary Clinton, even the George Bush policies that allowed that kind of crap to go all over the world and destroy everybody's lives. You remember? And here we are again, ladies and gentlemen. We 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 narrowly avoided that that uh, gunshot or that 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 arrow in the quiver uh, in 2016 when we got President Trump, and, and 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 that way of life was suspended under a strong leader who understands and believes in peace through strength. Basically, saved the whole world. Look at all the peace dealings that he that he was that he uh, facilitated in the Middle East. Look at all the Nobel Peace Prize nominations that that man got. Look at what he was able to do. Bring troops home. Stop wars. Stop massive migration. You know what I mean? He was able to prop up people. Not anymore. All we did is kick that can down the road. And here we are in 2021 with the same risk. The same horrible, horrific life that we remember in 2015. And that is why this crisis at the border is absolutely a a number one priority that we need to be looking at. And sooner or later, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to take up this this, uh, fight on our own. Meaning, well-regulated militias are going to have to protect this soil from sea to shining sea at the southern and the northern border, if you ask me. Uh, because the, the government just isn't doing it. And because the government doesn't, or because the country does not technically belong to the government, belongs to the people of the United States, well, guys, we're going to have to do something soon because this is getting worse and worse. And when I start bringing guests in here in the next uh, few days, we're going to bring Ben Berkwam on and we're going to bring him on live from the border. And we're going to let him tell you exactly what he's seeing. But this border crisis, guys, this is going to be. This is going to be the downfall of resident Biden. This is going to be the downfall of 2% Kamala Harris. The reason I call her that is because she only ever got 2% of, of, of polling. And this is going to be the downfall of the Democratic Party. Now, remember when I told you guys that sometimes you have to go through hell to understand some stuff? Sometimes you have to go through things that, that really, really hurt. And, and, and you take your bumps and you take your bruises. But then you look back on it and you go, wow, had that not happened. President Trump is on record. Are you ready for this? And you guys might remember this. But President Trump is on record saying... Sometimes I walk away from a situation just so that I can see who is the most loyal. Sometimes I will lose and walk away just so I can see who is loyal and who is not. Now I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but that is what President Trump has said in the past. And I think what you're seeing right now is President Trump literally had stepped away and who knows who knows what was going on behind the scenes that made him not step up the way we wanted him to. 
but he has stepped away. And what's going to happen is these guys are not only eating each other like piranhas, but they're going to destroy their own party. They're going to make the everyday average independent who might not have liked Donald Trump because of the way he tweeted. They're going to make him, uh, this is going to make them beg for Donald Trump back. And this is the genius of Donald Trump. And not that I want all of this bad stuff to happen in the meantime. It doesn't, it, it, it's not, it doesn't make it any better. Okay, but this is the genius of President Donald J. Trump. You're already seeing him out there and he's talking more and more. And what he's doing right now, mark my words, what he's doing right now is he is and I get it. You said at what cost we suffer. I get it. But I don't think he really had much of a choice. And I think this is I think he's embracing what he had to do. And and he's going to and he's going to make it all better when he comes back. And, And this is why I'm talking about this is the genius. Okay, this is the genius of this guy. He understands reality TV and he understands how to win and he understands the art of the comeback. He understands things on a big, massive scale. And what he's doing is he's already creating the narrative. The narrative's already there, but he's doing it in public eye uh, that he's he need that that we need to save this country. We need to save people from being raped. We need to save people from being trafficked. We expose the Democrats for exactly what they are. We expose them for their weak leadership. We expose, 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 and he's going to be the only guy to be able to come back and beat them and take it back over. So he's already hammering this southern border. And how fitting and how ironic, guys, think about this, is we come full circle from We need to build the wall to stop people from coming over. And some of them are rapists and some of them are murderers. Remember that speech? Remember that very, very specific speech when he came down those escalators and that is when the media turned on him was when he said that? How fitting and how ironic is it that we come full circle from build the wall to finish the wall? it's, It's amazing that he won. Truly, he won on build the wall and border security and give power back to the people. He is going to win again on pretty much the same exact message. But this time, with um, uh, all the intel that he gets daily as a former president, this time with the world knowing how good of a job he really did, this time with the uh, exposing the Democrats and giving the narrative of you truly don't know what you have until you lost it, And this time with the power of probably a hundred million voters. So you got to understand that this is a long drawn, this is going to be a long drawn out process. Yes, there's going to be some bad things that happen. And I hope and pray that that stuff is minimized by states having enough courage to enact their own uh, border wall or their own security and, 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 and to hell with the Biden administration. You know what I mean? So you, it's, it's very, it's, it's, it's much more, than, than just, oh, there's people coming through the border. It is literally our country or not our country. Our country or not our country. Wanda Wilson says, did you see where lawmakers in Texas are going to propose the wall in Texas get finished uh, using state funds? I did see that. And I think that's what they're going to do. The problem is they can't build that wall. They can't finish that wall on government property, on U.S. government property, right? Even though that shouldn't, that doesn't even make any sense. Government property means the people's property. So they're going to have to do something crafty so that it's still on state property. It's, it's really messed up, ladies and gentlemen, but you're going to see President Trump use this as his way to come back in and win, along with the America First agenda, okay? But just remember what life was like in 2015, and you're going to start feeling that again, unfortunately. I mean, when's the last time we saw a terrorist attack here in America? You know, remember we were seeing them every week, it seemed like, under Obama, because he brought them here? 
but we haven't seen any in years. Not not really. And and that was because of, of the of the courage and the bold leadership of President Donald J. Trump. And Aaron Aaron Reardon says, we cannot wait four years. I get it. I get it. But what if you have to? That's the question. I get that we don't want to. I get that we might not be able to withstand everything that comes. But here's the question. Build yourself up and be ready just in case you have to. Because that might be the case. You might have to wait four years. So what can you do to minimize the damage in that four years? Somebody says, we won't make it. Well, what does that mean? John Holt says, we won't make it. What does that mean? Does that mean the country's going to fold and we're, we're, we're no longer going to be living in a world where, where America is, is um, what we ever knew it to be? I mean, I know we're getting there, but I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. And, 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 I'm, and I'm, I'm glad that we can agree to disagree. Even uh, Didi uh, Poe says, we won't make it. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that in this channel we can agree to disagree. But I, I do completely disagree with that. I trust in God, I trust in the Lord, and I definitely trust um, uh, President Donald J. Trump. Even though he didn't do what you all wanted him to do and what I wanted him to do, uh, the good thing is, is we can disagree. But I'm going to keep fighting, and I'm not going to stop until my last breath. I'm just not. I, 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 it's my job and my duty as a Christian and as, as a man of God and as a, and as a family man. And I and 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 I'm just not going to stop. And I and I refuse to believe that America won't make it. America has survived worse things than what we're seeing right now. Believe it or not, it has. And it's a very strong country. But you're right, William. 1776. We might have to see something like that. I don't know. But I think we will survive. I, I do. I really do think we'll survive. Okay, moving on. I want to take this time real quick to have a moment of silence, guys. And I'll explain why. Master Patrol Officer Jesse Madsen from Tampa, Florida, who was a former U.S. Marine combat veteran who spent nearly 17 years with the Tampa Police Department, Department was pronounced dead at 1 a.m. yesterday following a collision on Interstate 275. He leaves behind a wife. He leaves behind three children who are 10, 12, and 16. And the reason why he was pronounced dead was because he did the unthinkable act. He had the courage and he had the tenacity and the determination to save people so so much that he drove his car into oncoming into an oncoming uh, a vehicle uh, because a vehicle was going uh, was speeding down the wrong way and was heading towards innocent people and was going to kill them. And this officer it's, you know, I even think about it, it kind of tears me up because of the kids and everything. Uh, but this officer, Master Patrol Officer Jesse Madsen of the Tampa Police Department, literally drove his car into that oncoming vehicle and into that traffic and, that, and, and, and basically put himself in harm's way and, and did a head-on collision with this car to save innocent lives. This is why you don't defund the police. This is why when I had that conversation with that Antifa member down in Florida and I told him, who is going to keep your children safe if we don't have police? And I got through to him after about five minutes of conversation. This is why we don't defund the police. I can't even sit here and say this without feeling that lump in my throat, without feeling those tears starting to, starting to form behind my eyes. So I'd like to give a moment of silence for Master Patrol Officer 
Jesse Madsen, who was a former U.S. Marine combat vet and a 17-year veteran of the Tampa Police Department. Lord and Heavenly Father, please watch over Officer Madsen's children. Please watch over his family. Lord and Heavenly Father, please cover them in the full armor of God as they get through this time. Thank you for giving us such a courageous man to put his life on the line for such a low-paying job because he wants to protect the citizens of this country. And Lord, we just ask that you help his family in any way you can and guide us in any way we can to help his family through this time. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. That's a rough one. That's a rough one. All right. We're going to give our first Smarty Award of the day today. Let's go from something negative to something positive at least. And it's not really a positive uh, situation, but it is a positive person who's doing great things. And we're going to give our first Smarty Award of the day today, ladies and gentlemen, to Sidney Powell. Sidney Powell has not stopped the fight. She has not stopped the fight uh, for the 2020 election fraud. She is... She's working hard to expose it. The Supreme Court does not want to hear anything, and she has not let that um, stop her. So she has come out with an update on where we are with what states, and I want to give the Smarty Award today for her for being such a smart, courageous, amazing person. Do I disagree with some of the things that she did? didn't do? Yes. Do I wish she would have put out some information um, for us instead of holding it all? Uh, yes, I do, because I, I agree with the, uh, the, uh, the power of public opinion. However, I'm not going to take that away from her. She gets the first Smarty Award of the day today, and she posted this on her Telegram and her other social sites, as well as her website, which is savingtherepublic.org, and she said, let the unraveling of all the lies and election fraud begin. And here we go. 404,000 invalid votes in Georgia. We talked about that the other day. We said out of the 606,000 or 600 and some odd thousand, 404,000 had no chain of command. Remember that? 432,000 Trump votes trashed in Pennsylvania. We also spoke about that. Arizona about to be truly audited. Michigan County officials admit fraud. Antrim County, Michigan shows the votes were flipped. 35,000 votes added to the Democratic candidates in Arizona upon the start of election day or just prior. More to come. This was a coup five this was a coup d'etat 5.0. The presidency and the power of the United States of America was stolen with interference by China and Iran and others. These are the words of Sidney Powell, ladies and gentlemen, not mine. We must return to paper ballots. The courts must rectify this fraud. The current occupant of the White House does not reflect the will of we the people demand paper ballots. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot tell you enough to call your representatives, your state elected officials, and demand pub, uh, paper ballots and demand they get rid of Dominion. They need to get rid of these electronic voting machines now. Paper ballots and IDs. Paper ballots and IDs. If you have a chain of command with IDs and you have paper ballots, there is no way to cheat on the scale 
of putting somebody in a position that they did not earn truthfully and honestly. So I want to give a big shout out. She gets the first Smarty Award of the day, Sydney Powell, who is continuing, ladies and gentlemen, her fight and her efforts to save this country. Now, somebody, Sue, just said HR1, Jeremy. Well, here's the thing about HR1. We can talk about HR1 till we're blue in the face, but it's not going to pass the Senate. There's no way it's going to pass. You need 60 votes for that bill to pass in the Senate, and it is not going to happen. No way, no how. However, that doesn't. that's not going to stop them from talking about it. That's not going to stop the news stations from talking about it. That's not going to stop them from pushing it because they hope that if they get it through one house, that when the midterms come, they pick up more seats. They think they will, and then they'll be able to just ram it through then. But it's not going to happen in the, under the current structure that we have right now. You need 60 senators. We have 50-50 split with a, with, a, with a tie going to Kamala Harris. And even, ladies and gentlemen, some Democrats still may not vote for it. There's no way it's going to happen as long as our Republicans vote no. So that doesn't mean you shouldn't do anything. Because as of right now, they don't, they don't have nearly the votes, but that doesn't mean you still shouldn't call. We should, we should take 15 to 20 minutes of our day every day and call the same people over and over and over again about different, uh, different things, about different bills, and tell them where we want them to vote, okay? Because when, you, when they start getting the calls and when, they st- when you start showing up at their offices and stuff, they do listen. Trust me, I've seen them change their minds because of it before. Tori says I did. Great job, Tori. Great job. All right, guys. Um, I, I want to take this time, uh, this break in the show real quick to just tell you where to follow me. Um, if you follow me on Rumble, it's Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. Um, I'm also there as the Hip Hop Patriot too, but the, 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 pub, the, uh, the, the public page is Rumble. And I'm going to start making sure that I download every video and put it on Rumble every day starting today. Uh, Live from America. On Telegram, I'm also at Live from America. We still have more of the show to do. I just want to let you know, you know where to find me. Uh, Live from America, all caps. Um, freedom.fan um, you can on the desktop or the Android you can find me on live from America and on parlor and TikTok you can find me at the hip hop patriot and on Instagram it's Jeremy R. Harrell my middle name is Richard that's what it stands for okay um, Kelly Bruno says I can't figure out how to post on telegram well you got to be part of public uh, you know pe- people's channels in order to do that so uh, if you just send me a telegram message uh, when I get to it I'll, I'll, I'll send you my uh, public page or if somebody could help her that would be great All right, guys, moving on. President Trump's plan is revealed. And this is where I'm going to give the second Smarty Award of the day to President Trump because he understands how to run a campaign. He understands how to fight people and he understands how to win. So the second Smarty of the day, boom, goes to President Donald J. Trump. And why? Because not only is he already building this versus uh, narrative against them in the southern border, but he's moving forward with his big plan for America be, for America first. And that's what it's called, the America first agenda. And the only thing that you can really compare this to is the 1994 contract with America. Remember that? Remember the contract with America with Newt Gingrich? It was literally the major reason for one of the, uh, uh, for one of the Republican Party's most successful congressional elections in history. Okay, in history, you look back in history, there was very, very little time, um, 
very few times in history where you had that much of a congressional sweep. And then 1994, guys, you had a major Republican congressional sweep because of the contract for America. And I know most of you probably remember that. Well, this is comparable to what President Donald J. Trump is doing right now because people in 1994 wanted uh, some kind of a savior because of the way the country was going and because of the debt and because of this, that, and the other. And, and the same thing is happening right now. Now, we know that the only savior is our Lord and Jesus Christ. But politically, guys, politically... Um, why does Jeremy only have 43 likes? Come on, people, like his page. I don't know a page where I do have only 43 likes. That must mean it's a fake person. There's no page that I have that only has 43 likes. So, And by the way, I watch Pete Santilli too. But yes, this is going to be comparable to, to the 1994 contract with America. And uh, you're going to see some major, major pickup wins for Republicans, especially if we can get ahead of and on top of this election fraud crap. You'll see it. Trust me. It'll happen. This man has a plan. And I'm going to tell you part of his plan. Besides, I'm going to actually tell you what he said today that most people aren't even talking about yet. All right. But let's move on real quick. The, uh, the left. I want to give Michael Knowles from PragerU. Actually, I don't have another smarty. Ah, I have him down there. Hold on. Let me get this out here. Let me get another smarty out here. Michael Knowles from PragerU, you get another Smarty Award of the day today, and I'm going to tell you why. Because he came out and he posted this. The left controls every major institution in America. Mainstream media, the academy, administrative government, Hollywood, big tech, etc. He said, so, if institutional racism really did exist, whose fault would that be? What an amazing statement. If institutional racism really did exist, whose fault would it be when the left owns everything? Boom. Smarty award to Michael Knowles from PragerU because, guys, that, if that's not a true statement, if that's not a statement that makes all the sense in the world, then I don't know what is. He hit it right on the head with that. If institutional racism exists, it's exactly the people's fault who are screaming it. Now, I want to segue into something very similar. Disney, Disney, <laughs> has now pulled Dumbo, Peter Pan, Pepe Le Pew, and others. And Curious George is now going to be pulled from some, from some places where you can buy it. Because Curious George the monkey came over on a boat. Yep, so that's institutional racism right there. Now, the funny thing about this is, is Disney and all these other companies who are screaming that this is racist or sexist or bigotry or anything like that are the same companies that made these cartoons and made these movies and made these books to begin with. So that means, ladies and gentlemen, that the very people that are crying institutional racism and the very people that are crying sexist movies and sexist songs and bigoted songs are the same people who produced them to begin with. But they want to say that you, the reader of those, are the ones who are sexist. You, the reader of their material that they produced or the, or the viewer of their movies that they produced, you are the ones who are sexist and racist. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing how they can, how people on the left can just keep flipping things to mean something that they don't even mean? It's, it's so funny. It's ridiculous, but it's funny. Moving on, we got one more dum dum 
award to give, and that goes to 2% Kamala Harris. Why is she 2% Miss 2%? Because she never polled over 2% in any of her ventures of trying to become uh, uh, president of the United States. Nobody wanted her. Nobody wanted her. Not even the people that she was working for or against in California. Literally nobody wanted her. The left picked her. And now, ladies and gentlemen, she is holding, she's continuing to hold solo calls with foreign leaders. She had a call yesterday with Norway's prime minister. Okay? This should not be happening. Now, I want to talk about how fraudulent this is. Let's say that 80 million people really did vote for resident Biden. Not. But let's say that happened. And this was going on. That's fraud. Because the people, the person that we put in the office is not doing the job that we put him there to do. That's fraud. But we know the whole thing is a fraud. We know the whole thing is a fraud. For her to be talking to world leaders, what does that mean? Well, that means they're setting it up. They're setting it up. So here's, so I'm going to give a dumb, dumb award, dumb, dumb award to all those people out there who really believe that 80 million people voted for this and who really believe that resident Biden is calling the shots. Dum da dum dum dum. Here's the poll of I want I want to do a, not a poll. I want to do a pool. I want to do a pool here. I want you to tell me in the comments what day, what month? Actually, let's skip the day. Let's just go to month. What month of what year do you expect the left to invoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment? What month of what year? I'd like to see what all of you guys think, because I think if I was to put in, if this was a pool, I would say that resident Biden, uh, gets the 25th amendment invoked on him, putting Kamala Harris as the president by September of 2020. Now I see a lot of April, May, and June, and you guys might be right because his cognitive decline is slipping. I mean, his ability to, 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 to think and, and move and, and speak is, is slipping. But did I call it or did I not call it? Where is that State of the Union address? Huh? It's not going to happen, folks. It's not going to happen. And like I said, if it does happen, it will be via Zoom or some virtual thing. And they'll say because it's COVID, even though we're debating bills and, and voting on bills every day of, of the week. But I see a lot of people. I Thank you, guys. I, I think September... Um, uh, because I think they want to, I think they want to return to normal and they want to give that win to Biden. They want to say Biden brought the country back to being normal again and not wearing masks and this, that, and the other. But you know, I like to see your, see what you guys think as well. So make sure you put that in the comment. Now I, I'm going to end the show today on some good news, guys. I want to bring you up to speed on the voter fraud that happened in the 2020 election in the state of New Hampshire, where I live. Good news is, is New Hampshire, um, There is a bill uh, in the Senate called SB 43, and it's expected to pass because it has support from both Democrats and Republicans in the state, and it has the support of the Secretary of State, who is Bill Garner, and it has the support of the Attorney General. Once this passes, ladies and gentlemen, it will basically pave the way for a full forensic audit to start in Wyndham County. And my guess is it will continue throughout the state in every single county, including the county that I live in, which is Sullivan County, because there's questions here as well. Yes, this, this, is, this is for the 2020 election that we just had. Um, 
So, in Wyndham County is where it starts, and we have the support of everybody in government. So I expect the bill to pass, and I expect the forensic audit to move forward, and I will keep you up to date with how that happens and what goes on here in the state of New Hampshire. All right, guys? Make sure that you go to jeremyherald.com for everything. If, if someday that I'm supposed to come live and I don't, go to jeremyherald.com, okay? That is where you'll always be able to find me. That is where I'm always landed. That's where you can watch current videos, past videos, podcasts, listen to all my music like Build the Wall, Live Free or Die, One Race, Rebirth of America, America is Dying under Joe Biden. That song's with Dave Bray USA. Check that out. And it's also where you sign up for the newsletter, shop at the store, and become a donor and and, and hopefully a monthly donor uh, as we continue to grow the show. Um, right now we're sitting um, where we needed to be, but as we grow, we're going to we're gonna need more. So if you can find it in your uh, hearts and your wallets to do that, I would appreciate that. Until tonight at 5 p.m., I say thank you for joining me and giving me an hour of your time this morning to listen to Live from America and to, uh, and to give me your attention. It's truly amazing, and I appreciate it more than you know. If you're watching this video later, don't let that stop you from clicking that little thumbs up, and definitely don't let it stop you from copying the link and sharing the video to your friends. I will see you tonight, Mar uh, March 10th, 2021, at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for more Live from America. Remember, there are right ways. There are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, your chest out, and your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper, especially if you have the mighty dum-dum. <laughs> boom, boom. See you guys later, 5 p.m. for more Live from America. Have a great day.